0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Generally Casual, the place where you can learn anything and everything casually. casually. I'm your co-host, Michael, and joined with me, as always, is my brother, Richard. Um, oh, hi. Hello. Hello, Richard. Yeah. Summoned by Satan himself. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I came out of my hole. <laughs> your hellhole. Um,
1: <laughs> Don't close it. I can't get back home then. <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm covering it right no, now. You, no, stay you can't down do that. There. You stay down there. You, I don't want you, you here. You
1: cover it for long enough, then I really can't get back home because then it seals itself. It's a whole issue. I don't want to deal and with. And then it. we
0: have to worry about doing Discord for you. And, yeah, you and, I don't you know, want to do that. The, the 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 Wi-Fi to hell is kind of strange.
1: Actually, surprisingly enough, the Wi-Fi in hell is better than the Wi-Fi here. I don't understand it. So I'm the problem. <laughs> yes. <Ugh. laughs> now I'm gonna think
0: bad about myself. Which <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: That is not the point of this episode. No, that is the
0: point of the episode Wait. because
1: it's the reverse of it. Oh
0: yeah, okay, that's true. Uh, I got I got you with too good of a segue. It's all my hell talk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, anyways, we're talking about. Uh, welcome everybody to positive thinking. <laughs> Woo! <Woo-hoo>! Um. So. <laughs> <laughs>
1: nice way to start the podcast. So first you gotta <laughs> clear
0: your throat, and then you gotta do. Sorry, I've been like talking all day. I'm freshly back at school, so my throat is. Gonna go back to how it was all last year, where it like oh I, yeah, I just th- drive where you
1: actually need a bottle of water constantly in order to mm-hmm. record. Mm-hmm. Today's the first episode where I don't have a bottle of water. <laughs> don't listen to Michael, please <laughs> well, don't. That's, that's what the thing is.
0: Well, today's uh, episode was inspired by a friend of mine uh, doing positive thinking. So obviously, it's a casual podcast, so we are not experts in ca- uh, casual thinking. We're we are, in we are experts
1: in casual thinking but we are not experts in therapy we are not experts in mental health um and a Everybody. lot of that stuff we, we are more discussionary so we um before we started recording we were, were talking about things that we should have recorded as per normal um yeah but in this case i think
0: as we're still waiting you're still waiting and getting that book and you know
1: yes Oh, um, I, get, I got the book. Oh, I you just, did the book. Okay, I cool. need to read it now. Well,
0: when, when you do that, well, that'll be our book talk. Exactly. And we'll do our, our two-month late <laughs> disability uh, visibility. That sounds
1: like cas- casual. And you know what? We're you know good. what I'm
0: going to do, Richard? I'm going to think positively about that. Because <laughs> oh it's
1: just a new opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be that episode of the podcast. It's going to be that episode. Huh? We, every now and then we have one of those where it's like, I'm just going to say the title and a bunch. Or say the topic a number of times. the episode.
0: what's the the two sides of a magnet?
1: No, I'm not going down that road. Corey is not on the episode. We are not doing puns. We love you, Corey. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so
0: today we're just talking about positive thinking, our views on positive thinking, um, some casual research we did about it, ways that maybe if you have issues thinking uh, negative or positive. Sometimes people think too positively, and that's also a problem. But uh, that'll be a different <laughs> episode. Hello, light. Stop freaking out. Um, yeah, d- this is mainly for people who feel like maybe your thinking tends to be a negative thinking, and maybe, you, maybe you're maybe you looking for ways to start positive thinking. But that's all the self-battle. It's all a you against you. Um, and, of course, you have your support people who can help you out and help you think uh, positively if that's what
1: you're trying to go for. Um, but yeah. What I would say, and you pointed out something is if you lean towards one way or the other, it's not necessarily the best thing. Mm-hmm. So thinking too positively all the time can have ramifications in negative reinforcement. So meaning if you think positively all the time and things don't go that way, then you can kind of get into a spiral where then you're like, well, I'm thinking positively all the time and nothing positive is happening. Mm-hmm. So therefore, maybe my positive thinking is having a negative impact, which obviously things are going to happen the way that they're going to happen. That's not neither positive nor negative. But the same thing, uh, negative thinking has a, an even faster way of spiraling because then you can get... yeah. <laughs> Um, which sometimes can be a good thing as well. If you think negatively on something and then it ends up positively, that usually is an uplifting feeling because you're like, "Yay, I succeeded or yay, something good happened or something like that. But you don't want it to happen all the time because then you just become a Debbie Downer and Mm -hmm. that's not a good thing either because you then internalize that and can, you know, some people would go down the direction of depression Mm -hmm. or other things like that, which is not good either.
0: Yeah. And in our casual way, I think step one, uh, again, we're not experts. Step one would always be recognizing it. Yes. And that's literally the fact with anything that you view. Um, and I don't like to use the word fix or repair or something because no, nothing's broken with anybody. Um, and usually that's a negative thought is going, I'm broken and I need to be fixed. It's like, no, you don't. If you view it as something you want to work on then work on it. If that's something you don't recognize, you don't want to work on it, then you don't need to work on it. But if you're recognizing right now that you think in a way, you don't like to be thinking constantly and you're, you want to take steps in helping yourself change that about yourself. Then step one is to recognize it.
1: Yes. So one of the things that I'm going to call back to basic before we're recording a couple of times, but in this case, um, if you can lean in a direction of minute changes that are positive for you and for the people around you, mm-hmm. as long as the, the there's a couple different aspects of this, right? Is positive for you, positive for the people around you, mm-hmm. and then how the people around you are affecting you. Are they affecting you negatively or positively? Mm-hmm. So, um, if you can affect those three things in a positive direction, Meaning even the last one, if people are affecting you negatively, you need to get rid of those people or curb the amount of time that you spend with those people because they have a negative effect on you. Yeah. That all leads to generally positive directions. Mm-hmm. And so um, one of the things that we were talking about was taking time to recognize what makes sense, what doesn't make sense. So if you notice that you're doing something that is causing a negative effect on around people that's the recognizing part Mm -hmm. you then say okay I accepted that I've done this Mm -hmm. I need to stop doing this you've then made a positive change in your life Yeah, because you've said oh what I'm doing in this specific instance has a negative effect on me on the people around me Mm -hmm. I should probably stop doing that so I'll stop doing that Yeah, just doing that and not continuing to do the negative thing is a positive thing and even with that Maybe you
0: slip up one day and you do that thing again. The negative thoughts would say, Ah, you've broken it. You're you're stuck. You're gonna do it again and you know there's nothing helping you. Which is not the case. Which is not the case. Try again the next day. Yep. Don't do it the next day. Do like my brother said, baby steps. And I know I I have a problem with that. I like to rush things. I'm the type of person who if I can do something in one trip, I will do it. I am sure there's some people out there who are like, oh, I've got groceries. I will take them. All, I'll take all seven bags of groceries in one go, and it'll be like really rough and challenging for you to do, which is okay. But the the fact is, if one of those bags break and it falls on the floor, that's okay. Bring the other bags to your your store, uh, your 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 door. Go pick up everything else. Just because you made that one mistake that day doesn't mean you can't fix it the next day. You can't try again and try again. 'Cause a lot of a lot of things with mental health is just trying. Yeah. Making the effort is what's important. Yes. Not your results. Because if your goal is to be be what you feel is a positive change for yourself, then as long as you're working towards it, that's what matters. It doesn't matter how long it takes you or how hard it is or if you keep messing up every day. All you got to do is try again the next day and every step you take closer to your goal will be steps. You don't really, and even if you're taking steps back, you're still progressing.
1: So I would say the other thing, and it kind of has to do with what we're talking about now is don't think of things as like a, as a tightrope or like a, you know, a balance beam. It's not something where if you fail and you fall off, um, you're then done or you, you know, fall into the net or whatever. It's it's more um, walking down a path. Um, even if you stray from that path, you can always walk right back on the path. Um, it. <laughs> what I find interesting is the article that's literally up is talking about noticing your thoughts, which is literally the first thing that we talked about, basically. <laughs> um, yeah, something that where basically you have an internal conversation with yourself that says, okay, I'm going down a path of a thought train or whatever. And... Mm-hmm. Um, recognizing where that thought train is growing or things like that. But if you, if you don't do that, being able to have a sounding board to kind of make sense of Mm -hmm. your thoughts, I think is also a good thing to have as well. Um, So in the case of like me, um, if I, I'm generally, my thought process is, does this make sense usually? And the way I go down, but if I don't, if I don't know, Mm -hmm. I will ask my wife. And I will say, you know, this is what I'm thinking, blah, blah, blah. And she will then say, well, that doesn't make sense or that does make sense or things like that. Um, And we do the same with each other, too. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's a really good um, way for those that have significant others, a good communication piece. Mm -hmm. Because that can lead someone who's generally um, going down negative thought trains to... Not necessarily go down a positive or negative direction in the conversation. It's just a, does this make sense? Mm -hmm. Because you're not then, you're taking the negative and positive out of it. And you're saying, okay, is that in line with what's going on and what goes on on a regular basis? Yes Mm -hmm. or no? Well, if it does, cool. If it doesn't, then maybe uh, what I'm thinking isn't the exact reality of what's going on.
0: I tend to be an overthinker. And overthinking usually leads me into thought trains. Right. Like, I'll go, what what if this happens? What if I do this? Uh maybe I should build up like this grandiose like reasoning thing in my head, this big bubble. And then usually what's helped me is I pitch it to somebody. I go, Hey, like the past uh, the past like nine months I've been through kind of a rough thing with a few friends and um a lot of things that have to do with communication. Right. And there was different different amounts of communication or lack or um, not positive or like not constructive. Uh, That's a better word. Constructive Constructive. um, communication going on between me and this other person. And so I'd be like, Hey, I feel like everything I'm doing is wrong and I don't want to screw any of this up. And so I would pitch it to a couple of friends of mine and they'd be like, Hey, some of this is good. Some of this is horrible. So Let's discuss what a better way would be. And they would help guide me in a, like, a positive, positive for myself way of thinking that they thought. And I thought, oh, wow. I feel like phrasing things this way doesn't automatically con- uh, start being like I'm targeting or attacking somebody. Yeah. It, it provokes more constructive ways of thinking that maybe we can meet together in the middle about. And... That really helped me is finding, like you said, the sounding board, because having other heads involved usually make it better.
1: Yeah. And like I said, that kind of harkens back to what we talked about, the three different um, areas, the, the self, the those around you, mm-hmm. and then how others affect you. Yeah.
0: And I feel like after you have a sounding board, then you just have to tar- start talking about, uh, I mean... You could journal and stuff, but I mean, journaling is not for everybody. It Uh, really isn't. And to
1: be honest, um, the funny thing, the interesting thing about journaling is it is very clearly self-reflection, but at some point you have to uh, put yourself in an opposite mentality in order to journal better. Mm -hmm. So if you're writing stuff down and you're, you're going down a thought train that you're writing, you at some point have to reflect and recognize what's going on with what you just put on paper. Yeah. Um, if you can't do that, journaling may not be in your wheelhouse. You yeah. may have to go to somebody else. If journaling is that.
0: just a stream of consciousness, it's not usually hundred percent good because when you go back and look at that, you're just reading your your thoughts. And, well,
1: and it could lead you down the same spiral. Exactly. You're then, oh, yeah, I did think this, and this is the way I still think, and things like yeah. that. You, uh, a journal is a good place for self-reflection, mm-hmm. but the reflection has to happen. You can't just this is actually go. a good
0: time to talk before we talk about like other things you might do. Um, I've had a few friends who positive thinking for them was reflecting on their past. Okay. And their positive thinking was like, Hey, remember when we were at that gas station? It was such like an amazing time. We were sort of like all vibing, like chilling in the back of the truck and just having like a good conversation. And that would lead them on a spiral of reflecting on positive thoughts or positive memories that they couldn't come out of that spiral. And then they would reflect going, Oh, I wish that was today. Right. And That's that, almost turning it negative. Yeah, and you're turning you're turning your positive thoughts into a dagger against yourself. Right. Like you're literally taking taking like positive actions and things that happen in your life and going, I wish my life was like that right now. It's like you're using your positive thoughts as a negative as a way to bring yourself back down.
1: And uh yet again, something we discussed about before we mm-hmm. started recording is recognizing um that time is a thing. Mm-hmm. You you are not who you were yesterday. You are not who you will be tomorrow. Um, anything can change at any point in time, blah, blah, blah. But if you go down that reminiscence train, mm-hmm. um, whether that's a negative train or a positive train, you have to recognize that at any point you're a different person than you were. Yeah. Um, and it, this obviously has to do with kind of the the meta thought of can we change as people Mm -hmm. and other things like that. But that really stems from that balancing that mentality more than anything. Mm. Um, Can at any point, anyone can make a decision opposite the way that they did before. So if you think back on your past and you're like, wow, I was a really bad person because of, or a negative person, I guess, because I did these negative things, Mm -hmm. but then you haven't done those negative things in any sense of the word, in years. Yeah. Are you that same person? I would argue that you're not because you haven't mm-hmm. done those negative things since then. Yeah. But that, that's kind of and further discussion. But and there's
0: also always exceptions to the rules, right? Yeah, of like, course. But thinking that, like, there's... And that's the thing is, like, anything there's an exception to. And we also just showed two literally opposite examples. I thought positively about positive uh, events of my life. And then I ended up hitting me because I still think negatively about it. But I think negatively about today instead of the past. Right. I thought negatively about the past, about the bad things I used to do. And then that hits me today because I thought negatively about myself today. So all of these thoughts, if you tend to spiral down instead of spiral up, um, the, they can all be negative to yourself. And negative meaning it pulls you down in a bad way. Right. Yeah. Um. And you could also have the opposite experience. You could think about positive, negative things. Like you could think about negative things in your past and be like, "Oh, well, look where I am today. Yeah, I'm no longer that person." Right. And You could also go, "Wow, I'm so glad I did those positive things in the past because now I am the person I am today." Um. Like it all depends depends on our next thing, which is your frame of thinking. Yes. And uh, th- this this is the funny thing, which I'm sure. <laughs> Anybody who's been in therapy is like, gotten this talk. It's all the way you think
1: to yourself. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The <laughs> words that you say inside of your brain can make the biggest difference. Uh-huh. And and this is also, dude,
0: Richard and I like. Uh, um, I actually don't know. Have you been through therapy, Richard?
1: Nope. Okay, I have. I I went through uh, behavioral therapy. Right. I mean, I had a psychiatrist when I was younger, but that was for ADD. That so wasn't. I mean, that's a form of therapy. I yeah. Although I, to be honest, I didn't really, I didn't really get any other than I, I would say the most positive thing I got from it is um, recognizing what habits are and mm-hmm. forming them is a positive thing for yeah. ADD people, and then um, at a this, some level, time management and what that concept yeah, is and we how we have to, the same psychiatrist. Yeah, uh, I didn't really like my psychiatrist. Yeah. But
0: but that's the thing is like I had the same thing is that technically that was a form of therapy, but our psychiatrist never really tackled our issues directly. No, it would always be funneled back to our parents. And well,
1: yeah. And that was the thing is I think at the time when we were going through a that. <laughs> yeah, I think also um, mental health as a, as a field has come very far mm-hmm. since we were since we did it. Yeah. And it was more to address, yes, parents and also, like, here's how you can do better with dealing with your condition, as mm. it were.
0: Yeah. And even then, it was still like, you have two conditions. And then I think today it's like, no, no, it's just one. Yeah. Um. So, we went through some okay therapy. uh,
1: but I, I just didn't like it because I saw it as a waste of time constantly. Yeah, because he
0: went there and he's like, how was your day?
1: Yeah. And I'm like, okay, can we just get to the point? I want to be able to talk about stuff.
0: Yeah. But then it would usually be, like, play with those toys while I talk to your mom and dad.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: But, you know, that's the thing, is, like, through that, we we developed some, like, kitschy phrases. Um, sure. Where it would be, like, like, uh, the way we think to ourselves and our object permanence problems um, would be, like, just make sure, like, you're setting reminders for yourself, making sure you can schedule out your day, make sure you have places to write this down. And every time that was... Well, I wrote it down, but I don't remember where I wrote it down. See
1: that's <laughs> the funny thing is it's literally an I I feel like therapy was a step one when I was a kid. But what's weird is me working actually did a lot more positive mm-hmm. things for me. Um working retail actually at GameStop and stuff like that. I had better mentors mm-hmm. um and managers that helped me mold me into the person I am today and how I better time manage, how I manage people better, mm-hmm. um, how I can schedule better and mm-hmm. keep myself organized a lot better. Yeah. yeah. Obviously the fundamentals were there, but I really didn't put anything into practice or really understand any of that stuff until I got to that environment and said, yeah, I have to do better at this and this is the way to do better.
0: Mine was all through teaching where it was like, Hey, you have to do this right? Or else you will literally not teach. And I was like, okay. I will do these things. Exactly. And then I would ask other people and it's slowly over a couple of years, I would, I developed a toolbox full of things that I'm like, oh, well, this works for me. I'm going to have to do the same thing this year, but I'm excited about it. Um, so the same thing with you. Therapy does not work for everybody and it is not for everybody. But if you feel like you need it, uh, as we've said in previous podcasts,
1: especially when Lucky was on, seek it out. What well, what I will say about therapy though, is as you just said, it doesn't work for everybody. But I think it is important to give give it an open-minded chance. Yes. And more importantly, find the right therapist because there are a lot of therapists out there who are not perfect fits for people. Correct. So it takes a lot more time to find someone who works for you mm-hmm. than it does just to say, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't, like I don't therapy. want therapy. Yes. Because it's not therapy that generally doesn't fit for people. It's the therapist that doesn't yeah, fit for and,
0: people. And that's the thing, though. Today, I feel like I'm at a point where I probably I could probably still benefit from therapy, but I feel like most things I can tackle with my own brand of thinking. And that's because I've been given I've been given the tools over the course of my life of how to tackle these issues. Yeah. Or I have a support system in place that if I don't have the tools, I have people in my life who have the tools.
1: I I think and, and kind of what I mentioned before, I don't. Mental health still has a lot of growing room. Yeah. Um And so I think there are just certain echelons of, of people who could still benefit from therapy, but maybe on a lighter level or yeah. like in a different type of way. Mm-hmm. I just think also therapy is not there yet to really help everybody. um Not fix, but work through issues, but a
0: robot thing on your head scans your brain. Goes, exactly. Okay.
1: This therapist works for you perfectly. Yeah, exactly. Work
0: through your issues. Um, but with that, right, is a therapist is somebody in very base form can give you the tools to help yourself. They don't fix you. They don't fix anybody because nobody needs to be fixed.
1: No, no, no. You work through your you, issues. You work through your issues <laughs> and they
0: help you. They're there um, to support that journey. Yeah, and they, they help hand you things, right? phrases, sayings, ways of thinking to help you go, oh, well, if you're going through that, try these seven different ways. If those don't work, let's talk about some more ways or different forms of thinking that you can adapt to yourself so that way you can help dig yourself out of the hole or climb back up the spiral. Right. Um, And that's that's really where positive talking for yourself, rephrasing things in your head in a way that doesn't make you feel the way you normally feel. An example of that is, you know, if you hate the words bad and good and the word bad is really triggering for you then don't use that word anymore you don't have to phrase things in a moral moral way for to like describe the quality of them
1: that's true i mean it, they're literally just simple words mm-hmm. and obviously they have meaning but there are more complex words that can be similes to them or mm-hmm. um you as a person can then determine um because we've kind of used these words already positive negative reinforcement in in either direction yeah
0: i mean and that's the thing is like as a teacher sometimes negative reinforcement and doesn't work and sometimes the kid needs positive but positive reinforcement doesn't always work um just like example like the reward system type of thing is like hey if you don't push Timmy, like, all week, then I will let you play with the ball once in my class. And if that doesn't work, then you go,
1: hey, child, don't be physically violent with another child. Yeah, then you just I'm going to reward you for not doing that. Yeah.
0: And then if you go the other way, you go, hey, uh, if you are physically violent with this child at all, I'm going to put you out of, over in this corner. I'm going to take away every little game that we're going to be playing. Every kid and every person reacts differently to things.
1: And it's okay. So stop right there. That is amazing to think of, right? Uh huh. It. If you think, obviously, I'm a parent, but if you think (laughs) what (laughs) about a child? A child is learning about that, and physical violence is part of that journey of Mm -hmm. them learning about. But an adult or anything like that to think about today's society in terms of as an adult, technically uh the most repercussive things as an adult are all negative reinforcement. Mm-hmm. If you do something that breaks the code of laws that we have, there is no positive reinforcement for not doing that. There's only negative reinforcement if you do it. Yeah. Uh it's astounding to think that in in the way that parenting works in today, technically there's both. Yeah. If they do something that's a lot more towards Something that's close to breaking a law, like being physically violent. Like, as kids, assault is not a thing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, technically as an adult, doing the same thing is assault. Yeah. Um, We don't put kids in jail. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we can use negative and positive reinforcements yeah, on that by child. taking it's, away it's, things. It's or crazy. Them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's, all, that's also what's funny is, like, the only positive thing I know about is, what like, the car insurance thing. Where it's like, hey, you didn't get into an accident all year. Good job. We're going to...
1: Yeah, take and off. even that's only some insurances. Yeah, it's only some insurances. But and, like
0: they're like rewarding you for not doing bad things. Right. But that's not everything. It's like, hey, good job. You didn't get a D- DUI this year. <laughs>
1: you didn't get drunk to drive a car. Yeah, good, job.
0: good. You didn't hit anybody. You didn't run anybody over
1: Well, actually, a story of myself. Literally, a uh, handful of years ago, I got into a car accident that officially was deemed my my fault for the first time ever since I was driving. Oh, my God. And immediately the insurance company was basically like, yep, doesn't matter. You pretty much had a perfect record before that, but now you've done one bad thing. So we're going to jack up your rates and blah, blah, blah. It's like statistically as an insurance company, you would love to have me as a driver because I never get into accidents. I never cause anything, but I got into the one accident that was deemed my fault stupidly. Mm -hmm. Um, not, not stupidly on my behalf. It was stupid that it was deemed my fault. Yeah. Um, and all of a sudden, they're like, "Nope, you're done." Uh-huh. Uh huh. I I feel you, Richard. That also happened I, to me a couple of years ago. <laughs> I I that type of stuff astounds me, but that's the world that we live in. Yeah,
0: it's the world we live in. And um, after you know, you got to think positively about that. You can't be like, "Ah, oh, I suck I about that." I've moved on from it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's that's a that's the I I feel like a good third part to it, not the final part. There's never a final nope. part to any of this. Um, self
1: journey is forever.
0: Yeah, self journey is is. For the rest of your life, you know? <laughs> um, and I hope that is a, I hope that's not a negative thing to whoever's, you know, listening. Is like, that, that to me is like, you're always, you're always changing and evolving. You know, sometimes that's in a way that's not quite beneficial for yourself. Sometimes it's in a way that's really beneficial for yourself. But, you know, the, the, the purpose of that is to keep moving and you don't have to move on from anything that doesn't mean you have to forget about it completely and leave it behind you but do recognize things are in the past for a reason yes because
1: we live in the present and even if you repeat
0: the same situation that's a new situation that's not the same situation you just came from even if you make a similar mistake that's just a new mistake that's not the same mistake you made in the past it might be a similar situation yeah but that doesn't mean you repeated it that just means that it, it was another situation that you chose the choice. And maybe that's a choice you didn't really like making again. And then you do that positive thing. You're going, oh, well now I, I guess easily enough, I know what to do, what I don't like. So I'll try to make the, ne- the, the better decision for myself next time.
1: Hey, that's like, we literally talked about the first thing,
0: recognizing your thoughts. <laughs> exactly. And it's always step one. I mean, literally like, Uh, Like any addiction.
1: It's a very important first step. Yeah.
0: The very first step is to notice (laughs) and then to like accept it. And uh, uh, like a lot of things that people traditionally view as negative for yourself. Always the first step is just noticing it. I mean, I mean, (laughs) like if we, we roll it back in high school, I'm sure there was a bully somewhere that you were like, oh, he's making a lot of negative choices to that bully. They're not making negative choices. But maybe later in their life, they're going, oh, my God, I was such a jerk in high school. I beat up everybody and I pushed people and I harassed them. But the point is that that person going, well, now I can start making positive choices for myself that have reflected on those actions. And reflection is another good one to add into the list, which we've already actually talked about with journaling. Um, And all of these things together will help you start moving in a direction that you want to go to. Um, at least from Richard and I's own self experience. Um, yeah, yeah. Richard and I, though, we tend to think logically, which is not always good because then mm-hmm. we have problems yeah. with dealing with people who are a little bit more emotional than we are. Yes. And it makes us not as. We're, we I, have trouble understanding that. <laughs> I
1: was going to say sometimes it comes across as though I, number one, I don't understand mm-hmm. emotional um, aspects. But at the same time, there's also some aspect that I know it's also seen as though, like, I'm cold or, like, yeah. I don't... It's like, well, why aren't you caring about this uh-huh. or things like that?
0: Also uh, gives us the fix-it attitude.
1: Yeah, yeah. That as well. It's like, yeah, trying to solve problems rather than find an emotional connection with someone. Mm. Yeah. Um, But on that note, I, that I think rounds out the entire discussion to the balanced way of thinking. Um, recognizing that there are positive and, and negatives to a lot of aspects in life and seeing within yourself on how to um, live a way to take those baby steps.
0: Yeah. And uh, Richard and I actually mentioned uh, some sources of media that we both experienced this on uh, if I've got some Akatar fans out there, uh, you can blame uh, our teacher friend Megan who came on with us and talked about some books uh, for me reading those the smutty books they are yeah uh, but there's a character explicit books. there's a character who goes through some very intense trauma and then through one of the books has to recover from it and oh yeah that was yeah nice. and and <laughs> and what she does is literally self-destruction for for a long time. And eventually is basically like there's an intervention held and this character has to recognize their actions and then starts to have to proceed forward. And the first step is, is rephrasing the thoughts in their head.
1: So what I found interesting about when Michael was explaining this, the book that he was reading about was that it seems like in the book, the character actually went through a full gambit of emotions. They Mm -hmm. went through like an acceptance piece. They went through like a, like a uh, denial piece, a lot of the different pieces um, versus my counter to that was the movie men Mm -hmm. um, where all of that is basically just skipped. It's really, I, I did not like, I loved about 70% of the movie Mm -hmm. and hated 30% of it Yeah, because, um, and I don't recommend going to see this movie. Um, But anyway, the whole point of it is the main character goes through a trauma and then goes to, a, like, a English countryside to get away and recover from said trauma. Um, and then basically relives the trauma again throughout the entire film. But then never really comes to terms with it. And then just is immediately, like, I'm okay with this now. Yeah. And it's like, that's not how people work. Yeah. You don't just get battered over the head with trauma and you're like, okay, I'm fine now. I have. Am- I have built up resistance yeah. to trauma. I have wall. And wall yeah. equals Achieve- no more trauma. Achievement unlocked. <laughs> resistance to trauma. I'm not letting not, it in anymore. That doesn't work. <laughs> yeah.
0: And I mean, I guess that the thing is the everybody has to deal with trauma. I mean, that's literally something you can't avoid in life. But everybody will handle it differently. And taking baby steps towards handling it for yourself is what's important. Yeah. And generally, the way you shouldn't do it is just, just going up. Ah, Well, I guess I'm dealing with that now. Um, You can recognize what's happening to you and then take steps to not avoid it, but to deal with it in your own way.
1: Yeah, it's not necessarily a good thing to just compartmentalize things Mm -hmm. and put Mm -hmm. them away. Mm -hmm. Um, Your brain kind of does that automatically with certain things anyway. Yeah. Um, But then they can show up in your life later in different ways, and that's usually not a good thing.
0: If you uh, out there have uh, one, we want to thank all of our viewers for, or I guess our listeners. Listeners. You're looking at your phone while listening to this. Um, All of our listeners who've kept with us um, this whole time, maybe you've been with us from the beginning or just joining now. uh, We really do appreciate you. If you could uh, like, review, and subscribe to. Follow. and follow other words that mean similar things uh, to our content. And most of all, share it with uh, friends, family, and other strangers who you know. Uh, I used to joke that just put it on in a car while you're driving somewhere and then see if people like it. And then just show a, show them our name because I think that's where we're getting most of our uh, upcount and viewership not, uh, or listenership.
1: <laughs> not, not to say that you should force other people to listen to us, but also force people to listen to us. <laughs>
0: Um, and if you've got any, like, uh, excellent pieces of media there that show trauma or uh, recovering from trauma or even uh, great uh, examples of positive thinking uh, from people who've gone through these things, share them and send them off to generallycasual@gmail.com, at Or you can post them uh, underneath uh, or comment uh, on any of our podcasting platforms. Yes. So thank you. We'll see you next week. At some point, we'll do visi- uh, visibility, dis- disability, visibility. Uh, if you haven't read it yet, you still got time. We're
1: still talking about it on every single episode. We'll eventually get to it.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: and that's the good part, right? That's why you
0: keep listening to us. Hey, what's up? Uh, we'll see you next week. Bye bye, everybody.